It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Quo Vadis, Filipino Forester? Following is the text of a paper read during the 2023 National Conference of the Society of Filipino Foresters Incorporated, Subic, Zambales, November 10, 2023. Republic Act 10690, passed by Congress in 2015, repealed an earlier law, RA 6239, and updated the scope of practice of the forestry profession. After eight years, we are witnessing a profession that is no longer performing much of its legislated mandate. Very few foresters are engaged in the parametric classification of lands of the public domain and subclassification and capability determination of forest lands. Not many foresters are conducting an inventory of forest or timber and other forest products. Very few foresters are conducting reconnaissance and survey of road locations and quarry sites. With the moratorium on logging from natural forests, very few foresters, if any, are engaged in planning and implementing of harvesting operations and timber improvement, scaling and grading of, and manifesting taxes on logs and derivative wood products as well as other forest products. Very few are also involved in the preparation of designs, plans and specifications of forest products processing plants, treatment of wood and other forest products, inspection and investigation of harvesting and processing plants, and preparation, certification or authentication, or both, of log and lumber dealers, sawmill operators, and other mill test reports. The remaining foresters, many of whom have since been divested of the official title of forester and have been reclassified as community development officer, among others, are now involved more in planning and implementation of forest nursery, afforestation, reforestation, industrial and community-based tree plantation, tree farm, and agroforestry farm projects. Others end up becoming planning and protection officers involved in the planning and implementation of forest parks, wilderness areas, coastal areas and other protected area systems development, and planning and implementation of forest protection systems and forest and soil resources conservation measures. Others have joined the growing number of environmental planners, which in itself is a different licensed profession, and conduct environmental risk scoping and environmental impact assessment. Much of the forester's work now is focused on areas which, while designated as part of the forester's scope of work, are not the monopoly of foresters and are, in fact, fields of competence that can be performed by graduates of management, economics, environmental science, geology, civil engineering and other related sciences. This includes the preparation and conduct of feasibility studies pertaining to natural forest and plantation forest management, watershed management, range or grazing land management, wildlife and biodiversity systems management, wood technology and timber engineering, wood products manufacturing and marketing management, and technical or management consultancy. Foresters are supposed to reside in academic and research institutions. The law specifically stipulates that the conduct of forest experiments, research and development, training and extension concerning forestry, and the teaching of forestry subjects in any accredited college or school of forestry are part of the scope of the forestry profession. Unfortunately, while indeed forestry graduates could be found in these institutions, even the leading forestry school in the Philippines has non-foresters as part of its faculty, and among those foresters, there are even those whose licenses are not active. We are also faced with the fact that forestry-related activities and services required by local government units, private corporations, foundations, non-government organizations, and foreign-assisted projects are not that many. 
and in those few cases, the positions opened are not even strictly reserved for licensed foresters. The law also mandates that foresters are required in government agencies with activities or services wherein the principal policy and strategy is forestry, and the practice of professional forestry is essential, such as in the undertaking, supervision, or administration of studies, programs, stations, centers, community-slash-provincial-slash-regional offices, and such other activities or services that, by law, should be inherently exercised by professional foresters. But here lies the greatest irony of all. Among the government offices that should have ensured that foresters occupy rank-and-file positions, the Department of Environment and Natural Resources, DENR, has even officiated over the official demise of many forester items. In the guise of rationalization, these items have been renamed and retitled and thus open for non-foresters to occupy. It cannot be denied. The forestry profession has become a casualty of a gross misreading of the environmental movement and the misplaced demonization of tree cutting is essentially bad for the environment. The science of forestry took a back seat, even as the environmental agenda was hijacked by preservationist voices. And whatever hapless state the profession is in now, it is because professional foresters in this country allowed others to define the profession. Instead of asserting that not all floods are caused by deforestation, many opted to instead allow their services and professional expertise to be appropriated into disaster risk reduction and management, with tree planting now seen merely in the lens of a mitigation measure. Instead of arguing that tree planting and harvesting, and converting these into wood products, is another effective way of sequestering carbon, many lent their expertise and services to the more lucrative climate change enterprise, where forests are now seen as carbon sinks that serve as carbon offsets, and where commercial timber production yields to forest preservation. Foresters have allowed timber harvesting to be demonized, they have allowed misplaced environmentalism to define the forestry profession. And now, we are witnessing how far off they have become in relation to how they were defined in law. And we are now confronted with the reality that we have become wood insecure, with our country importing to as much as 70% of our wood requirements. We have reached this stage not just because others did this to the profession. Many in the profession were complicit. The profession has lost its way simply because it has been taken into so many directions by many, beyond its main duty of ensuring a sustainable supply of wood and other forest products. Now is the time to reassert forestry as the profession that should sustainably manage the environmentally sound production of timber and non-timber forest products and services. The profession has to go back to the core of its science. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.